Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how we can live that out in every area of our lives. And we drink some really good coffee. So I've got my coffee today, and I'm enjoying a good cup. I hope you're enjoying a good cup wherever you're listening from. My passion is to share the freedom of Christ. It's been so transformational for me uh, over these last probably 10 plus years coming out of a religious environment, coming coming out of a, an addiction with pornography. And so that's that's the passion that I want to share and give through this podcast. I hope that comes across. Uh, and that's why I talk about what I talk about. And so we've been going through some podcasts on talking about desire and longings. And, and the goal with this... The goal has been to get to the deeper reality, the deeper root of why we're going to some behaviors, why we're looking for life apart from, from Christ, which really any sinful behavior is doing that for us as Christians. We're looking for something that we don't think we have already in Jesus. When he has already said that we shall not hunger and we shall not thirst, he's already quenched all these spiritual longings that we have. And so yeah, uh, the other day I talked about kind of three different ways we can look at longings. And I want to review that today real quick and then go into a little bit more of that. So I hope that you're finding value in this. But So I mentioned three kind of longings yesterday. So just to summarize real quick, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that if you missed it. But real, real quick to summarize, uh, spiritual, relational, and physical or casual longings. So the spiritual, the core longings that we have, we were designed, we were designed to live in relationship with Christ. We were created to have relationship with Christ, to be in union with Christ. to That was Adam and Eve's creation, right? They had everything in Christ already. They had everything in God, and yet they forfeited that. So the deep, deep longing that we have is that we want this life. We want life, and Jesus offers life. And that's where those statements of, um, are you thirsty? Well, if you drink of me, uh, you'll never thirst again. Are you hungry? He's not talking about a physical hunger. He's talking about a spiritual hunger. I am the bread of life. Okay, so that's the first one, core longings. We have those core longings for unconditional love, acceptance, worth, and value. The second one is the relational. The relation, relational uh, longings are to have on our relationships here on planet Earth with our kids, with our friends, with our spouses, with our coworkers, with just our neighbors with everything, right? And so uh, we, but we said that these are not meant to and not designed to meet the deep core longings. These, sure, God can use people in our lives, and He does use people in our lives to speak to us, to be there for us. To He does, He absolutely does. But there is no relationship here on earth, earthly relationship, that is going to be able to provide the the core longings. That we need. In other words, no spouse loves us fully the way we need to be loved. No friend is there for us and gives us acceptance the way we fully need it. Only Christ can give. Uh, no child can can behave in a way to give us our value and our acceptance. Okay, that, that's just relationships as good and as not good as they are are not meant to provide those deep core longings. And then the third one was more of what we would say are the are the physical. Uh, kind of casual longings. That's that's well. Today I want to have a hamburger for for lunch. Uh, I want my team to win the World Series. And here's another thing. Even though the casual, this could be a casual one. It it's it it. I want my doctor report to be good. I don't want there to be anything show up on the scan. 
Okay. That may not sound casual, but what it is, is it's that there's these physical longings that we want uh, that, um, and I'm not talking about, okay, the physical needs. That's, that's, you know, of bread, of, I mean, of food and water and, and clothes and shelter and all that. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the physical, casual wants that we have. Like I want a piece of pie today. <laughs> okay. Now, remember, the reason why those are just the casual ones is because they, they um, if we don't have those, it's not going to make a difference on the core longing. But here's the here's the thing. Um, this is what I've what was presenting to you, and I want to go into today is that the issue becomes, and this is why this is so important, is if we don't understand our longings and what we're really going after, we will replace our spiritual core longings with the relational and physical longings. In other words, I will I will use the spiritual longings that I have in my soul, these soul uh, thirst that I that I have instead of drinking from what I already have in Christ, I'm going to look to a relationship or a physical longing to meet a spiritual longing. So, in a quick example, and then we'll use we'll use pornography, I may have the physical longing to want to have sex. Okay, but the ultimate core longing will could is most most likely value, worth, acceptance. I want to be valued. I want to be accepted. I want, and pornography gives me that. So I may see it as a physical need. I just want sex, but I'm using a physical, I'm using a physical want of wanting to have sex and going to something that's destructive, which is looking at pornography to actually meet a core soul longing. Okay. So that's, that's an example of how it gets distorted. So we're looking for fulfillment. That's what I've called today's episode looking for fulfillment we we see that Christ has promised the, the to be our living water and he's promised the satisfaction and he yearns for us to to drink from him he's already met those spirits, those core needs and yet we're still looking just like Adam and Eve did we're looking for life in all these other places so let me just unpack these three a little bit more I think I'm going to start with the casual. I'm going to go from the outside in because this is kind of how we do it. We think that it's going to be the outside in way that we're going to get life. So the outside, the more casual physical longings, I think we spend most of our days mostly aware of these. (laughs) All right. Uh, You know, we, we smell the food cooking and we have this physical want or longing for a cookie or a meal. You know, my wife's a great cook. She cooks a meal. When I smell that, I start getting some physical longings. I want, I want to eat a good meal. Okay, we're most clearly aware of those things. We're most clearly aware when when the meal tastes good, uh, when the doctor appointment went good. We we let the we let that pleasant experience, whatever that pleasant experience may be, for thinking the physical world. Okay, we we think that okay, that's going to be a part of life. Now, I want to say this. There's don't think in right or wrong here because there's nothing wrong with enjoying a good meal. There's nothing wrong with enjoying these casual longings. God created us as human beings. Let your humanity be your humanity. What I'm trying to get you to see is the difference. Okay? But when I look to here's one way we can also say this, which I do with food. I can use a physical longing, okay, of longing to want to eat food, but use that for a spiritual sore sore uh, soul longing for for acceptance or worth. That's where eating disorders develop or people that overeat. I've struggled with my weight for a large part of my life. I may I may have a soul thirst of 
just feeling burnout, stretched, unacceptable, not liking myself very well. And I may eat, I use a physical longing to quench a soul longing. You see where I'm going with this? So that's, that's another example. So I think most of us are mostly aware of those things, the casual longings, okay? These, these kind of outward longings that the world kind of offers to us. We're mostly aware of that. And in some ways, we're mostly trying to make ourselves feel really good or get all the unpleasant feelings away. We, we, we like pleasure. We enjoy pleasure. But we've also distorted pleasure in some way, and we've used that as a way to get soul uh, longings met. And it was never designed to be that way. We can actually be free to enjoy these physical longings for what they were meant to be. They're not meant to provide us life. Capital L life. Only Christ can provide that. Okay, now secondly, then we go to the relational. This is, man, my goodness, this is going to be so hard for a lot of us. And it's it's hard, yes, we need to admit that. It's hard because, because I think most people in some ways are in touch with these, these longings, uh, but they don't fully understand them because, again, they're looking for the relational, these relational longings to meet these soul, core, spiritual longings. Okay, so when when a when a spouse um, uh, says something mean to us, <laughs> when friends hurt us, uh, when when someone doesn't come through for us, when when a coworker yells at us, when a boss yells at us, when our kids are rebellious, all these kind of things, um, when these primary relationships are not going well then we feel the pain. We feel the hurt of it. We feel the disconnection. We feel all of that. And it's okay. Well, again, I'm trying to get you to see it, not in right or wrong here, but in, in, in seeing what this is leading you to. All of this is leading you to God wooing you back to drink from Him, to trust Him, to depend on Him. That's why this is so important. That's why this is so important. So when a relation, it's, so in other words, it's possible for a relationship to go sour to go bad and still trust Christ as my source, as my life in the midst of that. Because, why? Because my relationships are not the core resource that God wants to use to meet my my needs, my spiritual core longings. He can only meet that. He may use my wife, he may use my kids to speak into me, to speak life into me, to encourage me, and he does. But that is not that's not my completion. That's not what completes me. It's only him and what he says about me. But but he can use our relationships, good and bad and everything in between, to woo us. Think, think about longing as a wooing. God's wooing. He may use the physical, and he may use he's well, he's gonna use the physical and the relational. I think the rela- he's used the relational in my life more than anything. He's used my marriage uh in 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 probably the most powerful way. Of transformation in my life over the years, uh, for for many things, for me to help me break free from this addiction, but to also show and receive love, you know, from my spouse and to my spouse, and receive it from her and forgiveness and grace. I mean, my goodness, absolutely, he uses the relationships. But many of you have are going through tough relationships. Many of you listening maybe are single, and you've been looking for that love, or you've been looking for that that acceptance from another partner. And Jesus says, you've got it in me. So don't look at, don't look at, don't look for it there, but then be free to go out and engage other people. So when we put all of our eggs in the basket of relationships, then we become codependent on them to produce for us, to provide for us what they were never meant to provide. 
And so then the other thing, the opposite of that is true. Then when we when the relationships are going well, when we when our friendships are great, when when we're connecting really well, when our when our marriage is going well, when our kids are behaving all great, then we praise God, sing of God's goodness, and we're so blessed, and we're all this, and we and then we and then we maybe feel quite good for a little while, but then we know that there's there's something there's something that could be that could go away from this. This is actually still not the deepest source. Even the best of marriages, even the best of friendships, even the best of well-behaved kids are not meant to provide life, true spiritual life. And yet, if these, you know, we, we, we said the physical, casual longings, if they go unmet, uh, we can kind of make things work. We may feel some discomfort for a while. I don't get to have my burger for lunch. Yeah, maybe I may throw a little fit. But I'm going to be okay, right? The relational longings, though, really that provide that discomfort, that loneliness. I talk to a lot of people that struggle with loneliness. I've struggled with loneliness in my life. This is where the relational part of it comes in, right? So this this loneliness then is there because, again, I'm looking for relationships to provide something that they were never meant to provide. And then I want to go to this third one here real quick because I want to try to make these a little tighter and, and shorter today. Um, but there's a there's there's this core longing of what it means to really taste the reality of God's presence, even when life is falling apart, even when relationships are falling apart, even when maybe most physical longings are not being met, when life is just throwing all kinds of things at you. And yet there's this place, there's this presence, there's this life within that that is there. Whether we know it or not, whether we recognize it or not, it's there. We we have our deep needs of hunger and thirst, and Christ have been met, and we're invited to enjoy it, to live from that. The physical comforts of this world may be few. Friends may be hurting us, may be distant, maybe maybe not checking in on us like we want to. Our marriage and Kids may be falling apart, and yet the reality of Christ in us, in me, is so much greater. I, can, I don't look to my circumstances to provide what they were never meant to provide. Jesus is enough, and I can trust that. And here's what I'm saying is that the, I think the physical and the relational longings are bent to woo us back to the spiritual longing. When Jesus meets the woman at the well, he uses a physical example, a physical longing of being thirsty to draw the comparison to a spiritual longing. The the water I give you will be living water, and if you drink of me, you'll never thirst again. See what he's doing there? That's the, that's the whole idea for us. So if, this can give you more self-awareness the next time you're sensing that need, that temptation to go look at pornography. What if, what if you ask the question, what if you ask the question, what is this longing wooing me towards? It's wooing me towards trusting Christ, towards depending on Christ as my life, because he is my life. He's already met the need, but now I still have a choice in the soul level to drink from him. And that's how we, people ask me, well, how do I, how do I start trusting Christ as my source, as my life? This is how we do it. A lot of times he uses the physical longings, the relational longings, good and bad and everything in between. Most of the time, I'll be honest with you, when the physical and the relational are going well, 
we don't often recognize Christ as our life. It's when those it's when it's when those things fall apart oftentimes that we're invited. And most and some people don't even don't learn from that too. They double down. I got to double down on my relationships. I got to double down on commitment to the physical longings and the relational longings. And they don't make the connection. And so even though that's the reality for us, that's what God's doing. He's wooing us back. He's wooing us back. And so I, I kind of mentioned earlier, there kind of seems to be within within the church kind of this, this two ways of kind of presenting it. And, and one of them is, which is kind of the way I don't think <laughs> is, the way, is the way to do it, is to uh, say, okay, well, God has designed this to meet your physical longings, and then, and then the relationships are going to bring you some joy, and then that's going to produce the satisfaction in the core of who you are. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> that's not the abundant life that God promised, that Jesus promises. I don't see any, anywhere in Scripture that God promises us uh, that we are going to have health and wealth, our material and physical pleasures are all going to be met perfectly, uh, and that we our relationships are all going to be great. In fact, I see the opposite. I see the exact opposite of that. It's, and, and here's the thing. It doesn't mean that physical and material pleasures are, not, are wrong. It doesn't mean that relationships are wrong. But it means, what am I looking for them to produce, to provide? That's the whole idea of this longing. And that's the question I want to ask. What, what are you looking for in your material and physical pleasures or in your relationships to provide what only God can provide? That seems to be the first kind of presentation. And the second one, which I believe is, which I believe is, is, is the path of God, is the, is, it's painful oftentimes, but it's the pathway of God, and that is it's... Christ is my life. Christ is my source. I recognize the thirst in my soul, and I also recognize the fact that he has met every single spiritual need, core longing that I have. I shall never hunger. I shall never thirst. And then, what does this do? Then, then kind of going to the relational, well, this, now that I have this, know this God, Christ is my source, it allows me the freedom to see relationships in a way that I can now enjoy them and love people even when they don't love me back and when they don't accept me and when they reject me and when I feel lonely and when my my marriage is not what I want it to be, when my kids are not what I, all of that, it, it frees me. Why? Because I know I don't draw my life from them, from that. So they're going to be imperfect at best is what I'm trying to say. And then the third one, <laughs> the casual ones, well, we can enjoy those too, but we don't look for them to provide what they were never meant to provide. So until we recognize this, I want to kind of end with this today. Until we recognize this, that we, until we acknowledge that these, the, the, the disappointments, the painful disappointments in, in the, the physical longings, which are circumstances, you can, that's another word you can use there, circumstances, and these relationships, okay, particularly I think in the relationships, um, we are not going to fully Im- trust and depend on Christ as our life, as our source. Um, we, we're, we're basically, I guess the way to simplify that is we're rarely going to learn to depend, depend on God when our life is comfortable, when relationships are going well, when physical uh, longings are going well, when circumstances are going well, we oftentimes are not it doesn't draw us to depend on Christ as our life because, because um, we've, got it, we've got it going on in those two areas. And so 
this refreshing spring that dwells within us, it guarantees now that Christ has already met these crucial longings. That's his promise. His promise is daily bread. He promises to supply us what we need according to his glorious riches, and he's already done that. But we have to understand what that means. What that means in our spiritual life. I want to end with this. I want to end with this quote from C.S. Lewis. Uh, and I meant to start with this, but we're good. this is where we're going to kind of go with, with part three. But he, he, I love some of C.S. Lewis's stuff, and he writes this, um, this quote. I want to end with this. He says, Our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea, we are far too easily pleased. And that's that last line that really, really hits home. We are far too easily pleased because because here we are thinking we just have to kill down our desires. And I've said, no, let our longings come to life because God gave them to us. God actually invites us to long deeper. Why? Because he, he wants us to long for him. He wants us to long for him. If we truly believed that, perhaps we'd probably stop trying to get rid of our longings and these desires and the relational and the physical. It's not about doing that. It's not about stopping the longing for sex or the longing for for close relationships. It's actually embracing those, but then ultimately wooing us to to the one who can provide it all. What if, what if, what if that you this actually drew you to that? That these that these longings in the physical and the relational drew you. Do you believe that in your heart that it drew you to that? We are far too easily <laughs> pleased. And that's what porn has done. That's what masturbation has done. That's what all of these, because do you actually think those are weak desires? No, if we truly believed it, maybe we'd pr- stop trying to, to get rid of these desires and these longings and, and actually let them lead you to what your soul really longs for. What I'm going to end with that. What if? What if these longings actually led you to what your soul really longs for, which is to be known and loved by God? He's the only one that can know you at the deepest part of who you are. And he says, I like what I see. I know you all. I know everything about you, and I like you, and I love you, and I'm in you, and I'm with you. That's, that's, the, that's what this, these longings are for. And so the next time that temptation comes... Let it lead you to that. Let it lead you to the wellspring of life. Let it lead you to the bread of life. Let it lead you to what you're really looking for. That's the pathway of freedom. And yes, sometimes it's hard and painful. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in part three is that it's it's the painful reality of it. There's a painful, this painful path, if you will, to for us to grow. Like I said, that, that key thing to understand is that until we really acknowledge these painful disappointments in both our circumstances and our relationships, we are not, it's, it, we're not going to fully be depending on Christ and trusting in Christ as our life, because we're still going to be putting all our eggs in the basket of physical longings and relational longings. And Christ invites us. He invites us oftentimes through the physical circumstances and through the relational circumstances to depend on Him and to trust in Him as our life. 
So we're going to talk about that next time. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. If you've gotten any value out of this, please, we'd love for you to leave a review. We would love for you to send us any feedback, ask us any questions. We also offer one-on-one coaching, and we have a men's group that we also uh, meet once a week. So if you're interested in any of those things, please reach out to us. We'd love to walk with you in your own freedom journey. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.